When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. HBO has done it again, Khalil. They are doing this black ass work. What Watchmen, I love. Now we're here. I love it. Oh my goodness! I still have to finish Watchmen. Oh. Um, I know, I know, I know. And you still- see the fact that they only gave us one season of that, and honestly, it was a great story. And the fact that we're not getting another one, I was bummed, but I got it. But this makes up for it. Go ahead. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, that's why I have to finish it because I just heard so many great things. What I love about Lovecraft Country is just it's it, it's slower in the beginning and then it pulls you in little by little. You have to pay attention to details mm-hmm. and I don't know, it's just great. You know what it's, it reminds me of when I watch FX um American Horror Story. Yeah. How yeah, the episodes are slow within like the first five, and then it turns up out of nowhere. Well, I, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't never seen one of those. I feel like they would scare the mess out of me. But, no. <laughs> um, but it is black sci-fi, which mm-hmm. is really dope to see HBO. Like you know, we've been saying for so long that there's so many spaces and whatnot that we want to see ourselves represented in, and black sci-fi is definitely one of them. There's so many black kids when who are into cartoons i know i was growing up you know if you go into cartoons you're pretty much into sci-fi and this is awesome to see courtney b vance in there killing it um and i think the show and i think the show started on his wife angela bass's birthday like they winning Mm -hmm. they stay winning it's dope it's dope it's amazing really dope executive producers jordan peele jj abrams ben Mm -hmm. stevenson um um to to see journey smollett Journey? Journey, Journey Bell. No, um, no, 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 no. She getting a divorce. Oh yeah, she, yeah. She, she, she back. She back. Ooh. We could say. Ooh. We could say Journey Smaller. Ooh. Yes, come I've back, city girl. Since, come back, Denise, city girl. I've loved you since Full House, Denise. You are since, we, so we were the we were the same age though, so it's not creepy. Like I've aged with you. All right. You and just Jonathan, say the word, Journey. And say Jonathan. The word. And Jonathan Majors. I feel like the the three of them as being the lead in this. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but. It's really good. I'm excited for each season, and I'm happy for something to watch every Sunday again. Like, remember Insecure Sundays during quarantine? Mm-hmm. Remember how that pulled us in? Remember how that you know that got conversation going? I feel I like this is gonna HBO do this. Sundays. Gotta love that. I feel like this is gonna do the same thing, and mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm happy because there's not a lot of shows that are out now. Because HBO, Sundays are like sacred and coveted for HBO. When they have mm-hmm. a good one, they put it on Sunday, and and now they got another good one. And excited, excited. Very excited. I don't know if I if you heard that, but I'll repeat it one more time. Just say the word journey oh and I'll take the trip. Let's start the show. Goodbye. <laughs> I've, been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been going all day and now I need to hear you say my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way podcast where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to protecting your mailboxes, each and every last one of them, because they said they're going to stop picking them up. But this is crazy. Have you seen the pictures of them Mm -hmm. hoarding mailboxes? How is this illegal? Protect that mailbox by all means, any means necessary. That's facts. You can listen to this podcast on the way to denying Mm -hmm. the corona vaccine that they're trying to make people take. Oh, y'all go ahead. Y'all go right ahead. They said it'd be some early examples available in, in early January 2021. 20, uh, As I've been saying with this whole <laughs> pandemic, my theme is y'all go first. Right. Exactly. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. 
Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How are you? I'm doing pretty well today, Khalil. Um, just excited to be here, to be happy, to be black, to be alive, to be breathing. Just grateful for the simple things in life. Um, just really finding gratitude. Uh, it's been a busy week for me, um, but I've really been trying to keep myself centered and as grounded as possible. I know, I notice about myself, I can get overwhelmed quickly. And I'll neglect like little things like just calming down and taking a break and breathing. So, um, and also what else I realized about myself is not reacting to right away to what somebody tells me, mm-hmm. um, which is like, you know, common, you know, human nature that's just react to something. But I've tried, I've been trying to like practice thinking twice and actually processing what somebody says to me, even that's if we're in conversation. Man before I react, um, you know, just little things. That's, yeah, yeah. that's, um, oh, sorry, I'll just go ahead. No, I mean, that that's, that's, that's like when somebody, like, tells you something, you're like, huh? And then mm-hmm. you answer the question, mm-hmm. is it, well, if you would have stopped and actually thought about exactly what that person had just asked, you wouldn't have to say, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to say it, I completely agree. I think it is very um, human nature, inhuman nature to be reactionary. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you know, now we're getting to, you know, as we mature, how we start to develop ourselves. And I think the key to that is to be conscious of things that you naturally do, um, you know, that are that you do out of human nature that you should be conscious of to try to curve like i can be the same way i'm a sagittarius we're fire so like you know somebody says something somebody wants to get into a fight i could go but the smart and mature and reasonable and long-term thing to do is to not even engage because why stress kills exactly how are you glue i'm good i'm good i'm still here drinking my gallon of poland water of poland spring water a day my turmeric and, and cayenne pepper and tea bags and lemon juice but they told me um um turmeric will sting your teeth see i can't even be when i want to be healthy it's too much <laughs> it depends on how much you put in it not a lot just enough to so you know the color give me some flavor but if i drink it every day i don't know i think we're all obsessed with like teeth whitening and, and teeth being as like really really white and bright i just don't want them to be yellow that's all I don't, I'm not, I'm not the biggest, I will, I got a good set. The Lord bless me, you know, <laughs> praise the Lord. I just don't, when you open your mouth and your teeth is yellow, I feel, I'd be like, oh, 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 I feel like people would be like, oh. I mean, I feel that. I also feel like, you know, after a while, when you get older, like everybody's teeth ages, you know. Yes, that's true. But I'm not trying to look, um, I'm not trying to look 80 at 30. That's not, I mean, or, you know, I'm not trying to look 90 at 30. I don't want to be ages. Let me. God bless. If you, if you, God bless your teeth. Whatever age you are. Um, I also been watching Black <laughs> Monday. I got all through season one to season two. I, yo. This, this is why you can't go like um, don't count out the cable box. You know, I know this generation. We so quick to just go fully streaming, and I was with it. I'm still with it. You know, cable's too much. But I went to my cable box last night, and I thought I was finished. I thought I was going to have to wait. And lo and behold, season four of Rick and Morty has been there since November. Um, so okay. <laughs> the cable box also has Bad Boys for Life and, and uh, that I'm going to try to stream because I didn't get to see that in January. And then I'm going to watch Birds of Prey on HBO. Just for more journey, Smollett, I need to see that. And uh, did you see the Molly versus Yvonne Orgy interview yet? Yes, I saw that. Was really cute. <laughs> it was really good. Pretty good. She had to cut her hair just so she could be distinguished. And yeah, um, and I went, I went live the other day. Oh yeah, I mean, I was sampling some Parliament Funkadelic, and uh, I actually got like the actual vinyl, and I just chopped it up and put it onto the MPC. People came on. We had some fun. It was cool. Thanks for everybody who came on. I think we'll do more of that. That's that. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's jump in. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. 
To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every Wednesday. This week we've got Solitude by Tori Kelly, Twice As Tall by Burna Boy, Benam by Alex Molly, and Teenage Fever by Cass Page. So this week from my first album, I had the sixth project and third EP from one-time American Idol hopeful, now-turned-vocal superstar, Tori Kelly. Man, I, I... The thing about Tori... So all summer, I've been learning the guitars, like, slowly. And after I heard this, it just made me say, okay, bro, stop playing. Like, pick the thing up and just go. It's only... Her project is only five songs long. And she was actually started releasing singles, like, two weeks ago, which I didn't even know about. But, um... It's called Solitude, and the fact that she can just pick up a guitar at any time and just start playing a melody and build on it and build on it and make that a whole song, I just think that that whole process, um, which is a little different than playing the keyboard or playing keys, is different. is is really interesting, and I'm just really, I'm really, really, uh, I think it's really engaging and I'm really interested to keep going on that path so I can just be like her one day and just pick it up and go. She has a lot of production I hear from herself, really, from uh, Monroe and Spencer Stewart. And I wonder if that's L. Spencer Stewart who made this gospel song called Only the Cross that I heard today, which was really good. Anyway, um, some of my favorite songs on here, the whole thing, really, but the jump value um she's so deep with her lyrics and really introspective should have known better you were a player from the start i should have known better instead of giving you my heart yeah you got some nerves saying we could still be friends this is where our story ends because you don't get to hurt me then have me you don't get to hold me then leave me lonely no you were just a wolf in the sign of clothing Lucky for me, yeah, lucky for me I still know my value If I don't have you, still know my worth Even though it hurt, I still know my value If I don't have you, still know my worth Even though it hurt, I still know my That's the thing about the guitar. I think it just allows you to get there, sit there, and just be introspective and just get all your thoughts out uh, as you're playing, which you can do with the keyboard, but I just think the introspection is different. I love value. Don't take me home. Time flies. Unbothered. Glad the whole thing was a perfect perfect vocal journey. I remember Tori Kelly from YouTube days. Um, and her covers, and I've also heard her voice is unique. It's great to see artists that you've seen like from years ago mm-hmm. and that are still out now, and just the grind doesn't stop. And look at where you know, look at where it gets you. Skill, it's amazing. Like, and I think sometimes, like, her last album was the gospel album, and mm-hmm. I think some people sometimes people may think, okay, so she's gonna be gospel forever now, like, mm-hmm. what was what's next? But this was a great. It's not a full album, but it's a great comeback, a great in-between to follow that up with. Of Like, no, um, I can still be true to who I am in my religion, but also be true to my feelings and talk about how I feel vividly and pull you in and love that about her. This week, I had the 29-year-old Nigerian singer and songwriter Burna Boy with his album, Twice As Tall. Mm. Um Burna Boy is one of my newly favorite artists. I just have to say, like I, 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 I just love it. I'm, I've been big on like on Afro beats. I've been big on just a lot of music in the culture, and he's one of those that I just, whoo, cha, because he's fine. Um, okay, and twenty. Like <laughs> okay. He debuted his first studio album in 2013, Life. In 2017, he was signed to um, Atlantic Records. And in 2019 is when I first heard of him with his second album, Outside, and his hit single, Yay, um, that actually Rihanna put me on to on her IG story. Yeah. Right? 
Thanks, girl. Thanks, Robin. Word. Um, I'm calling her Robin like I know her, but I really don't. His music is basically Afrofusion of reggae, dance hall, Afrobeat, just all around greatness. Um, <clears throat> his second album released last year, African Giant. Um, I have a few singles off of there that I really enjoy as well. And now we have his third album, Twice As Tall. This album had a lot of um, production from Diddy and Bad Boy, which I side-eyed because I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like you didn't like Diddy on the long clock. I don't like Diddy. I don't want Diddy on here. Like I kind of wanted it. It felt a little retro. Like it felt like I bet he's he's doing this now, but I bet he's doing this now, wishing that he would have went reached into Bad Boy Africa then mm-hmm. and been way ahead of the curve. Right, I felt like it was perfect without that. But I do, and I did really enjoy um, a long clock. Wonderful. Okay, baby. He had Naughty by Nature on here um, mm-hmm. with the song Naughty by Nature. Mm-hmm. Um, Naughty. I was like, that's dope. Just call it Naughty by Nature. Comma, um, 23, and bank on it. Um, like I said, Bill is pretty talented. I love his energy. I love watching him perform as well. Um, he fine as hell, too. And I just really enjoyed this project. I actually enjoyed Twice as Tall over African Giant, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to pick favorites. I just, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's pretty fair. This week for my second album, I had the EP Phenom by Alex Molly. Um, Alex popped on the scene in 2017, and she signed to Empire through way, by way of... Lucius Lyon. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> She signed to Empire by way of The Blind Youth and Evermore. Um, her first project debuted last year. It was an EP called Sweet and Sour. And I didn't hear about it, but after this, I am a fan. Um, thanks again to Title for just putting me on the great music that came out that I had no idea about. She's a native of Brooklyn with a Jamaican mother and a Trinidadian father. She has production on this EP from Essency, Snacks, PKA The... Uh, Kendo, Breed, Yah, Julian Nixon, and uh, Shwee's, what is that? And Shwee's, no, Shwee's PKA2. Oh my God, Generation Z, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) In my nerve. I make whole (laughs) adjective like the words on the move like our <laughs> podcast could be somebody's production name god dj on the way that's not bad gen z and shwee's pka too <laughs> um come on because generation z and we right. love you and we love we you. do we do we love you we do this girl and her voice is something or something else i just gotta say the ladies are killing it this year with R&B so far. Hello. I mean, we had Tayana, Beyonce again, Brandy, Tori, and now also Alex Molly. I'm really trying to think of like my top female, my top lady, you know, my top female uh, uh, R&B projects of 2020 so far. And the list just keeps on growing as the year keeps going on. You can definitely hear the maturity in her lyrics. Um, when she comes in, she comes in really, really strong with Shook. You can hear her style. Uh, she keeps going with I Know. I pulled up, dripping my fish, Chanel, my kicks, Adidas. Fenty on my face, DJ Sacks bumping through the speakers. I know how to do this, I show you I'm the best. I know how to do this, I show you who's up next. I pulled up, dripping my fish, Chanel, my kicks, Adidas. Fenty on my face, DJ Sacks bumping through the speakers. I know how to do this, I show you I'm the best. I know how to do this, I show you who's up next. I remember days when there was talking in life. Now I Fighting words, 
good, good. The whole thing is uh, it's a really ode to. It's, it's, she's kind of like a. I don't want to say this because they both have green hair, um, but she Collins? reminded me. No, she reminds me of like an R&B version of Billie Eilish, mm. in the sense of I'm really just into me right now. I'm not mm-hmm. worried about you, and. If you don't get it, you just miss out on it. But I'm focused on, like, Billie Eilish has a song, My Future. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of this project reminded me of. And I love a new artist who could just take control of their destiny like that and just write from their heart. And you can immediately tell that it's, that it's their style specific to them. So I'm really, I'm really digging Alex Molly. Some artists you can tell when it's authentic, and some you can tell when it's like, all right, somebody wrote for you, somebody did Which somebody's bad. style for you. Yes. And somebody, and it's that's not bad at all. But you have to own that, right? Yes. But you have to own that in your own right. Even if somebody writes all your lyrics and styles you, and mm-hmm. and and you still got to make it authentic. You got to make it your own. Yeah. So how can you turn somebody else's idea into something of your own? Mm-hmm. For my second album this week, I had the debut album "Teenage Fever" by Cash Page. I first heard of Cash Page um, through TikTok when I was on that app. Many, many moons ago. Not on there anymore. Um, With her song, Love Songs. From her debut EP that she released in November of 2019. Um, She's a fairly new artist. And she's already signed to Def Jam. She signed to Say La Vie Productions and Def Jams. And she's managed Mm -hmm. by Rock Nation. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, she's only 19 and she's from Dallas, Texas. Word. Um, she also released the remix. She, she released her debut EP, Part Car Convos, in 2019. And the remix of Love Songs, the, the single that I mentioned, she had Six Lack on it, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. She was also featured on Don Tolliver's album um, in the song Euphoria, which is one of my favorite songs. It's word, her word. And, and Travis Scott. Um, I saw he was featured on here too. Yep, and he was featured on her debut album. Um, Teenage Fever, I definitely understood it. It was a bit nostalgic, lovey, definitely had a lot of emotions in it, but I fucked with it. Um, I love the Grammy Week. London, of course. I said my drink, my two steps, two shots, then it's done left alone, alone, but I need no Fake Love featuring 42 Doug. She has a song called Breakup Song with Camp on it, which I really liked. And mm-hmm. Isaiah Rashad, which I have not heard or seen in a while. Don't even know if he's still a part of TDE or not. Um, mm-hmm. On the song Problems. Right. Um, I like this song. I like Cash Page as an artist. I feel like even though she's a singer, she doesn't have like, like, like her voice. She, she stays in her own range. Like, you know how people say like Janae stays in her own range? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Cash Page her. Yeah, mm-hmm. She stays yeah. like right there. Like she doesn't try to do too much or too little. And I fuck with it. Like you said, female R and B artists are on the rise um, for this whole year, and even just women in general in music are on the rise for this whole mm-hmm. year with mm-hmm. their with 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 the vision, with their visuals for their uh, their singles and their projects, mm-hmm. and just everything in general. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the singles Cut Em In by Anderson Pack, featuring Rick Ross, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake and Lil Durk, and So Gone by Khalid and Alicia Keys. Fighting myself, going through hell, I'm living the way that I want. 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 I lost control over all my energy. Done so much damage to my heart. I've given in, I've changed my identity. I didn't mean to 
And now it's time for music news. Okay, so. <clears throat> Alright, so in 2018. Oh, I'm um, sorry. What's going on this week, Sylvie? <laughs> <laughs> so in 2018, um, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Oh, how ironic that we're about to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Nicki Minaj released her um, album, Queen. But there was like an unreleased track that didn't make the album. Um, it was a track called Sorry, which featured Nas. And it originally sampled Tracy Chapman's 1988 track, Baby Let Me Hold You. Um, so anyways, long story short, by the time the album was going to get released, the um, license to the sample track were rejected. Mm. So the original version was scrapped. All right, cool. Um, which was fine. But the day after the album's release... Funk Flex, um, some of y'all favorite DJ, he played the song and that led to Tracy Chapman to issue a DMCA takedown oh, no. mm-hmm, for copyright infringement. Eventually, she ended up suing Nicki Minaj for it. Um, now, this is why this is very relevant today. So. <clears throat> Back on Flex, man. So she tried not to play it. Mm-hmm. And then he played it. Mm-hmm. So in the process of the creation, no one approaches the original songwriter for a license to experiment. Um, the musicians just experiment. If something works, then the record art, the recording artist wants to release a song commercially. Then the record label managers and attorneys get involved and seek the required permission. If it's granted, the recording is commercially released. If the permission is denied, the recording is discarded. No one is harmed and experimentation begins anew. Recording artists require this freedom to experiment and the right holders appreciate the protocol as well. So, um, if the ruling goes in Tracy's favor, then she gets to win. And that affects a lot of future music artists from sampling songs, um, that don't get clear, like at all. You can't sample it. You're not, you can't release it. Like it can't go on the air. Like it's period at all, at all. Wait, 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 wait. If she wins this, people may not be able to sample at all. People might not be able, won't to, be able sample to play without, it. Yeah, play it without it being cleared. So, like, the song basically oh. wasn't cleared and it got released. Right. You know, got, I mean, yeah. not by Nicki Minaj, but by not somebody else. Not officially released. But. Right, exactly. But the sample was never cleared for it. So, <sighs> how does this affect future artists in the future? Well, people like Yukalo, who want to release a song... Right. If it samples anything, any little bits, piece, or whatever, that has to get cleared 100% by the artist. If it's yeah, I not, was about to play the beat pad right now, but we can put out the episode tomorrow. At, huh? at, at, at. If it is not, if that sample is not, at, at, they, they can sue you for who knows, however much. I mean, they don't want nothing I got, but I don't want the problem. So they know. they will take whatever you got and whatever them you up. have. Them and socks, them some. They, yeah, they will repo your ass. And give me that phone charger too. Come on, and give me that. And give me that hair pick. You don't need that. <laughs> give me that shirt off your back. <laughs> shirt. Give me them groceries. You don't need that. Those are my groceries now. And that little paper fan. I always <laughs> wanted one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's that? What else is going on this week? Oh, well, this week on the complete opposite side, like it's 2012 all over again, Mariah Carey announced that she is releasing, um, that she's releasing her 30 year anniversary album called The Rarities, and it's a mix of songs that we all know and some songs that we've never heard before. It's going to be released on October 2nd. And she specifically said, this one is for you, my fans. Uh, it's to celebrate us and to thank you for two years of pure love and support. And, and thank you for, for years of pure love and support. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful to you. I love how she's been doing like this, these little um stuff from the vault. And she's been, like releasing little performances. There's a video to Underneath mm. the Stars, which is one of my 
favorite Mariah Carey records. Mm. It was a video that she shot, I believe she said in Europe, that never got released. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was so bomb. And I love yeah. Mariah Carey as an artist. Like, I feel like her, her records are timeless, man. Let me tell y'all, let me t- tell y'all right now how y'all still slept on Caution. All right? Winter 2018, that album, Caution. No, no. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. that yep. whole album is lit because she got back with Jermaine Dupri, who executive produced it. That thing hit from top to bottom. Mariah got it. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Um, she's still here. Make sure you give her what she needs. Give her her flowers. But this album specifically will feature about thirty-two tracks. It's not many people who get who get on with this thirty, you know, uh, song stuff. But the legends, definitely. Um, I know the Lamely, the lambs are, are jumping for joy. Um, their shepherd has returned. You're so stupid. <laughs> and some of these songs uh, will be songs that have never been released, like the single Save the Day featuring Lauren Hill. Oh, okay. That. Right. Their voices will probably sound really good together, too. Mm. They both got that raspy thing. okay no that's a good thing they both got that like that wisp and raspy tone like brandy has it yes Uh, um you know like when they get into their their really supported voice it still sounds they still have that tone i I feel like that would be really dope and i want to know how recently this was recorded was just like recorded in the 90s probably and then they just like you know mastered it made it sound all like official and Oh no. This will be interesting. It will be. On the way, listeners, what is your favorite Mariah Carey record? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the game on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? Uh, so this week, I just want to do a quick recap of the DNC so far. I don't know if you guys have been seeing it because we're going to be off next week and I sure don't give a damn about the RNC. So oh it's God. a perfect time to take off anyway. Um, so far, I don't know if y'all been feeling I think we've all, if you've been watching, I think we've all been kind of feeling it. It's been really inspiring. It's been really hopeful. Um, they're really bringing together this whole message of us really believing and rallying behind Kamala and Joe Biden. They're really bringing this vision home just by the way that they're profiling everything, the way that they're the people that they're asking to speak, the way that they're trying to frame the Democratic Party and not only just really go after Donald Trump because but not just that, but also paint a vision for like other things to look forward to once He's out of office and that I can really respect because the thing I really hate in mid-election years where I think the Democratic candidates or whoever tries to challenge the sitting president always loses is when they just talk so negatively about the sitting president, no matter how much he may deserve it, but don't offer any plan as to what we're going to do moving forward. So this is really cool. Like I remember John Kerry did it. I thought, you know, okay, if you're going to be the guy to take out Bush, okay, what, I was excited to get out Bush, but he didn't. I didn't know what the plan was. It was just the plan was every Diddy and all that was telling us to vote. I couldn't vote, but I still just didn't know what the plan was. And then, uh, you know, Romney, he was just boring trying to take out Obama. Like I was like, oh, Obama, he got this. This guy is just boring. But now, you know, we're not. We're only four years into a, a 45 presidency, and so. Uh, I really pray that he's only going to be a one-term president, but it's not going to be easy, y'all. And the Democratic, the the DNC, they're really doing a great job of painting that picture of what it's going to take and, and but what we can do. The first night was AOC, um, Bernie Sanders, and Michelle Obama. Oh, 
my god! <laughs> just every time we see the Obamas, it's just. I think we like people deify them, and we, we got to be careful about doing that. But it's just so refreshing to see actual people that you feel like you can relate to, with who are with integrity, just integrity. Like I'm not even talking about like intelligence and education and all like that. Like all that comes through just because they have integrity. Like they talk in full sentences with a point of trying talking in full sentences. Oh my god, with a point of trying to communicate and make people understand what they're saying. Like I'm talking for a reason. I'm not just talking out my ass. I'm talking to convey a message and I want you to understand. I really appreciate that. They all come in at AOC like, why is she only only talking about Bernie? Because she was there to nominate Bernie. Uh, Bernie was also a contender. I don't know if you remember in the Democratic convention, in the Democratic um, uh, primary. And so anybody who was a a finalist, like when it came down to Bernie and and Biden, (laughs) they get to get on the roll call. So that's what AOC did. But she says she really offered Biden his congratulations. The next day, y'all really keep coming for Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. So it was Bill Clinton. And then I'll get to Jill Biden in a second, who I'm really like. Fall, I'm, I think I'm falling in love with this old little white lady. I think I love. I'm really liking this lady. But we'll get hmm. there in a second. Um, Hillary. I mean, yeah, no, no. I, I'm sorry. Bill Clinton. He just started talking about. He was there and he was at his house. And I think his I think it's so. If, if Hillary can forgive him, if if Rihanna can forgive uh, Chris, I just if they can forgive him, then I'm not gonna still be upset for them. I can be upset for other reasons, but if they over it, then I'm over it. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> Charles are really, really mad at Bill because he went up there and he talked about how Trump is misusing the Oval Office and how it's a, it's not a command center, it's a storm center. And they're like, oh, who are you to tell him how to use the Oval Office? Are you serious? And I'm like, all right. But he also ran the country well, like – you know, it'd be Sometimes, one thing. That's the thing. Sometimes you get stuck on like just the scandal and the politics. The scandal, but like the country was still great. He left it great and then handed it over to Bush. And then it wasn't anymore. Um, but I think he, he anyway. But then they did the profile on Jill Biden and they really just talked about who she was, how, you know, I don't know if you know Joe Biden's story. He was a senator. He had a wife. He had two sons and a daughter. His daughter and his wife were killed in a car crash. It was left with him and his sons. They didn't know what to do. I mean, they were trying their hardest to just get on. Then he met Jill. She came in and she was like, I'm not marrying you until I feel like everything is good with them boys that you got. Just little characteristics like that. That's that kind of empathetic stuff that you need in a leader that you want to see. She was like, he said he had, he said, I'm not doing this. He said he had to ask her to marry him five times. Mm. If you say no after the first time, then I get it. All right. I get it. But he kept going back. They married. And. (laughs) 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 But continue. And uh, she was like, all right. And then the boys was like, yo, you need to marry her. And that's when it happened. Just stuff like that. That's kind of family values and whatnot that you that people look that people appreciate um, as, as a, nothing that the other side is offering. She was still teaching while she was second lady. She was like, I still want to teach at community college when she wants to be first lady. She still wants to teach. I'm like, I don't know. Now you're pushing it. I don't know if that is. But OK. But, um, you know, I, I what the feeling I got from her was like one of those teachers even one of those white teachers specifically who, you know, when you if you ever had white teachers, you know, the ones who are just there for the paycheck and the ones who really don't give a damn about your ass. And then the ones who really do want to see you succeed. And she reminded me of one of those who are like invested in their kids, like past the classroom. So I thought that was cool. She was really great. But tonight we got to hear from Hillary Elizabeth Warren. Somebody put her in her cabinet and Barack Obama. Every time Obama speaks is the only time I feel like I'm proud to be an American. (laughs) Like, that's it. He really came for Donald Trump. He really told him what we needed to hear. But he was saying, you know, I was really hoping that he would come in as my successor and 
you know, it, give it a, we, we wanted to have an open mind. So I wanted him to really come in and I hope that he would have really took the job serious, but he did it. He, he ran it into the ground and he, he's not the guy for the job. And really, and he said a lot of, a lot more things, but for somebody to be a standing, former presidents don't usually talk about standing presidents. And for him to do that the way he did, it wasn't out of character. The thing is, it was unorthodox, and I'm sure he didn't want to do it, but it was necessary. And the fact that that is a, the fact that that's necessary for that to happen, just lets you know the state that we're in. And he was just really pleading for us, you know, to to save democracy because it really might be up for grabs after this election. It will be. If it, you know, if we don't, if the Democrats don't win. But huh. so far, and then Kamala spoke tonight. She was the last one. Great leader. I'm all in. She's, it was amazing. To follow Barack Obama and then do it well with leadership and poise and tenacity and focus and love and empathy and really tell us about her family and her story and who she is. It was beautiful. And I'm all in. I hope that everybody else is too. This week for my Queen Spotlight, I wanted to shine a beautiful, beautiful light on two queens. Um, they're teachers from Georgia, whose names are Adriana Williams and Callie Evans. Uh, both of the teachers that teach at Monroe Comprehensive High School, they went viral um, this past week after remixing um, the song What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow um, mm-hmm. in a way to welcome their students to the online learning you know, since they have to adjust to the pandemic and things that are going on. It's a very great video. If you just, you'd have to Google like Georgia high school teacher and you'll see it. Um, I thought it was really cute and engaging. The teachers um, said that they wanted to meet them where they were and to get them just as excited about virtual learning because some may not, some may feel kind of nervous or upset. Um, They also wanted to show them that you can still have a good time, be ready to learn virtually. Um, and I felt like it was just amazing to do that mm. and actually great to bring children in because like they did say, we are oh, in this, some, some different times. Some What? Is this the teacher? Is this the black lady teacher with all the kids around here who made the music video going back to school in Georgia? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, go ahead. Um, we are in some different, different difficult times right now and mm. with virtual learning, if your town, city, or state is still doing that or if you have to go back, you know, it's, it, it's, it's weird Which for is everyone. Which ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's weird for everyone. Um, but I love how women like these teachers try to find a way to make it fun and engaging and using a song that kids love nowadays that was popping song by Jack Harlow and mm. just making it just to seem like, hey, we're all in this together. We're all trying something new. Word. I loved it when she just pulled up with the kids. She was like, like, you're supposed to stay six feet apart. But they, she was like, if they telling us to be in here, this building, we might as well. I might as well just get in here with these kids and make this music video. Like, what else I'm going to do? And exactly. kind of all in. It was dope. Mm-hmm. I love when the video, they say you got options, but you better plat- You better pass class. No flopping. Um, oh, okay. I, I feel like it's, it's, it's good to, that's another way to engage children by doing things that have to do with their generation. So you're not just like forcing, you have to relate things to the time, you know, especially with this new generation, Gen Z, if mm-hmm. you're not relating what, you, what you're trying to teach them to whatever they know currently, right? You're they losing. might not, yeah, you, you're losing them. They might not grasp that. So mm-hmm. shout out to you, beautiful Queens. Thank you for pushing education and trying to make it as engaging and fun as possible for the new youth and for this new new school year Word. on the way listeners what's been your favorite night of the dnc so far michelle obama jill biden obama and kamala or or tonight joe biden tweet us on the way weekly and let us know we're gonna go and we'll be Right. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day. Cause I don't be waiting for for 
it's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, When it's all said and done, I don't even know my own native tongue. And if I can't speak myself, then I can't think myself. And if I can't think myself, then I can't be myself. But if I can't be myself, I will never know me. So Uncle Sam, tell me, how can you? How can Uncle Black Sam be me? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so what I got from this was basically originality is key. <laughs> and just having, just being on your own and, and, and owning your own self rather than letting the government own you. Mm-hmm. And letting everything else, you know, take over. Um, it reminds me of like one of those conspiracy theorists who are just like, you know, oh, the government's always watching you and, and everything is always tapped and everything is, you have no control. And it's like, you actually do have a lot of control. Um, at times it may seem like other people can, you know, try to take over that or have an upper hand, but it's no, it's really you. You have the right to do everything you want to do. Um, it's about just finding a way around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I agree. I think that that's the empowering side of the coin to really make you take charge of all the power that you do have and the things that you can do um, based off of what you, even based off of what you don't know. I think the other side of the coin is more like a, I think it's like a read. I think it's like a read to the government, to Uncle Sam. I think it's like, you know, you so disconnected me from my origin and now you have the audacity and the nerve to come here and try to govern me. But how can you govern me if you don't even know me? Mm. I don't know. I don't know me. So if I don't know me, how can you know me? You only know you, you you're governing the traumatic part that you plucked away from my roots. Mm. And um, that's the part that I got. And of course, this was from Black is King. And I was just really so I was I really loved the moment that it came. I think it was the moment when um when Simba's when Black or, or when Simba or, or Black's character passed. I mean not died, when he was on his way to the um running from the death of his father, going in between finding Timon and Pumbaa it was just like, you know, in denial. It was right after denial. And um it was just such a stark contrast of, of trying of somebody trying to get to know themselves, but at the same time putting a straight message to white America, the government about uh, the identity or the miseducate or the misidentity of black people in this country. Tell me, who are you? That's that right. scene we were talking about right before I don't jealous me or no. Honestly, whenever was... I watch Black is King, I don't sit there and watch like the whole thing in its entirety. I exactly. watch, I watch what specifically for the videos, and then I skip through. Like I've I've seen Black is King several times, but I I watch specifically now th- for the videos. I need to I watch it through. like you because I've only seen it uh, like three times, which is like that's enough already. But I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I and I want to see it more, but I've only seen it three because I only feel right watching it from beginning to end. But there are just moments I just want to see. Like I, the, I'm telling you that brown skin girl videos <laughs> made me cry. I'm not, and mm-hmm. I, I haven't gone back there yet. I just want to see Mood Forever on its own. Yeah, I just want to see. Sometimes I, I did. Back. I did watch Find Your Way Back on its own. I run that back, find your way yeah. back. Um, usually when I'm doing my dance cardio, I'll play find your way back. I'll play move forever. Um, power, I'll, play, I'll play, of course, I'll play my power. I play don't jealous me. I don't play, um, me. I play oh, already Sylvie, about the whole five album. times. Once you start it, you can't stop it. No, you really can't. That's really uh, good. Let's not talk about it no more. That's I'm really just good. I don't know how we got to Beyonce. <laughs> it's, it always revolves back. Always back comes there. back. And that's fine. And that's okay. Nobody's complaining. That's I'm the like, kind of government I want to live in. All right. Baby, yo. See, I was about to, you know. I'm not much of a talker. You know? Anyways, let's wrap this up. <laughs> See, I just. Gosh. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the instagram and the twitter at k-a-h-l-i-l-x-d-a-n-i-e-l 
and on the Facebook at facebook.com slash KXD music. You can find my music streaming on all digital streaming platforms under Khalil Daniel. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. Um, mainly on Twitter. I don't know. I'll be all and off Instagram. It's cool, but yeah. Instagram is like, it gets like the, the leftovers of whatever Twitter I already got. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so when, I wake up, I, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I'm doing is going, I mean, after I read my, in, after I read my daily. Morning devotion. Devotion. Right. First thing I do after that is I'm going to, I'm going to um, Twitter to the trending to see what, what was happening while I was What's going on? What funny videos can I find? Like, what's, mm-hmm. what is it? You know? Mm-hmm. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, my fit advice for you this week is please make sure you are hydrating yourself, your mind, and your body in all ways. Always. That's that. Like this gallon of Poland spring water I got. And for everything make you got to pee, though. Who will make you got to pee? But you feel good about yourself, though. You look in the mirror, you feel good. It's the and balance for, every- for me. Like, it's the balance of the gallon of water and the chicken in your hand. Like, it's just the balance that you have right now. It's, it's you got to balance it. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I got be out here depriving myself. I'm balance. <laughs> balance. <laughs> and for everything you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C. And on our website at instinctent.com slash on the web. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review. Let us know how you feel about the show. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I just want to say one last thing I really want to say. I think that I think the DNC is doing a good job. of Not only are they having these people, but they, they also are showcasing the the issues that we really need to talk about on specific nights. They had immigration. Then they talked about um, the Obamacare and how how disabled people are are, are dying because they don't have what they need. And they, they're really doing a good job of focusing on women and the importance of women in America in the election, how if we empower women, how everything works. And I just think that they're, and they're on a really, really great note. We'll see where it is two weeks from now because we're not going to be here next week. But everybody, please stay safe. Vote. If please you can vote. vote, if you can do it now, please do it now. And guard that mailbox. All right. <laughs> Later, y'all. Peace. <laughs>